Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain on limited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home, too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in-store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals to Hyatt, Zalara, Riviera Maya in Mexico and enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Move the Sticks. DJ and my buddy Lance Zerline here today. Lance, how you doing, bud? What's up, DJ? How are we doing? Good, man. We got Buck out uh, hitting some training camps. I think he's in uh, Duval, so checking out his Jags, doing some work with them. So we'll get Buck back here a little bit later on in the week. But uh, how you been? What's going on? Good. Just doing a little, you know, getting the family vacation in. I got a son who's going off to college, going to... Alabama try to hit try to help Nick Saban out a little bit over there so um he's 130 pounds six foot two so he's not gonna it'll be more cheering help I think more than anything maybe try to get the grades up over there um (laughs) I'm hoping that might not happen either but uh yeah is is this is this where you ended up getting the full boat by the way it's uh pretty close to it yeah pretty close to it and we made that jealous I convinced him I said listen it was that or AM. I said, listen, because we couldn't find any and no one could find NIL money for him. And I said, listen, <laughs> I said, give it a shot for one year. And if you like it, stay. If you don't like it, you can transfer. And so just give him that open, you know, the open ended opportunity. 
he's like, okay, you know, I'll try it for a year and it'll be good. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully it sticks. Yeah. I'm hoping it sticks. What happens, by the way, what happens, uh, Texas Bama with your wife on that one now? Yeah. Um, I don't even know my son, he's grown up a lifelong longhorn. So, you know, secretly right now, that's how it always starts off. You're a fan. And then once you get into the midst of yeah, you're on campus, I mean, he's gonna it, it all changes Alabama vortex. Thing. Absolutely. No absolutely. So, uh, the wife, I mean, there is no, she already told him you're not, no matter where he went to school, she'd never get a shirt from that school because, <laughs> A&M in Texas, no good if you went there. Yeah. And Alabama beat Texas in a national championship. So she's already said, look, don't expect me to be, you know, Alabama mom for sure. I'm not ever wearing an Aggie jersey or Aggie shirt. She said, just, you know, just be aware of that. So just, um, just tell, so tell me this on your I've never asked you this about your wife. And we got a, we got a loaded show. We're going to get to some of these mm-hmm. uh, wide out signing here in just a minute. But. I've never asked you this. She's not a Colt McCoy truther, right? She's not one of those Texas fans that thinks if Colt McCoy didn't get hurt in that game, that somehow no, they were going to win. But this true story, we um, she was a listener on my radio show, and we used to argue back and forth through email back in 19, like 98, 99, when I first started doing radio. She was a Chris Sims truther, and I was a major Applewhite oh, wow. truther. And I was, okay. I was right. I mean, yep. I was the right one. Major was the right call, not Chris Sims. But – um. She, yeah, she argued for Chris Sims, the five-star. And my thing was, hey, one guy's the Big 12, you know, player, offensive player of the year. This is the guy you stick with. I know he doesn't look the part necessarily. Major will be the first one. I told Major uh, Applewhite that story before at the Senior Bowl. We were standing (laughs) on the sideline. I said, you know, I really went to bat for you. Uh, And it could have cost me. It could have cost me. And in the meantime, it brought me and the wife closer together. We had a, a, a common conversation. So, um, she's not a Colt McCoy truther, but she is a, let me just say this. Some of the words she uses when Texas plays could not, would not, it just, it wouldn't, it, I, I don't want it to ever happen in the, in the Jeremiah household. Let me put it that yeah, way. Yeah. It, it, it could get you. I don't hear you school. say a lot of, you don't say a lot of coarse words. Okay. No. I I'm like, although, no. although, although I confession, yeah. When I dropped that sliding mirror door on my foot a month ago. <laughs> yeah, that's some stuff. Some I don't stuff. remember exactly you know, what the language You know what I call was, that? I whatever, came, whatever came out of your mouth, that's just Texas gaining three on a second down. And that's coming out of her <laughs> mouth. I mean, Nicole, it's second, you know, what? It's second and four she now. Goes, what are you she so goes, mad about? She goes to my mirror on the toe. Yeah. On, uh, on oh, that is second and seven. Longhorns yeah. give up five on a, on a second and eight. And I mean, it's like you've dropped a, a safe on your foot. Oh my god! The same. That's the conversion. By the, by the way, by the way, uh, and again, we got some stuff coming. We'll get to it. I promise. But um, I am so scarred now, having dropped something on my foot, that I look at every object as an enemy. Like I am. You've seen defensive drivers. Like I'm a defensive mover. Like I'm looking. Where can something harm my toe? Do you but, understand that I'm the same way? Because I have separated a shoulder when I fell off a ladder in 20. Yeah. I at the at the senior ball in 17 and 18, I just clipped, just clipped um, a curb that I was stepping on, jacked up my foot. And then I in a disc golf in a horrific disc golf accident last year, I had a grade two sprain of the ankle that was really pretty bad. They had to put a cast on it. And so now we went hiking in Colorado for uh, well, I mean, we went to Colorado for vacation. We're hiking, coming down. You know, with rocks, everything oh, is the most ginger tender step because yeah. all I could think of was I can't get injured and let 
Chris Ballard or Daniel Jeremiah or John Granado, my radio host, they can't get this this kind of ammunition against me. I can't let it happen. Well, I went out to Chargers camp the other day wearing like a little shoe boot thing. That that didn't go well. No. Uh, yeah. Not. First of all, money was there, so I got it right from him, right out this, right out the jump. <laughs> then Telesco was all over me. So yeah, I wore those it things that. work though. It does, but it's not a good look, man. It's not a great it's look. I have one, and look. I kept one on for like three months. This is like great. I had no, and the doctor said, "Hey, you know, you have to take that off. You already yeah. should have taken it off a month ago. Your foot's going to be atrophied." I'm like, "Oh, really? Oh, yeah. You can't just keep it on forever." Yeah, I, I'm. I'm in the process of trying to find a shoe, like a bigger shoe that I can wear. Is that I? How small? Are you have a big oh, swollen dude. foot now, dude? You, I had eleven stitches in my big toe, two stitches in the one next to it. What uh, fra- fractured the big toe? Had to have both nails removed. Like that's where the pain is, man. Oh like, yeah, nails. They don't doesn't stop bleeding. Like it's a nightmare. Oh, I didn't know it was that. Don't bad. don't drop crap on your feet. That's don't ever that's, do it. No, that, that's don't the ever whole do deal. It. All right, let's jump in here and talk some football. We have uh, these contracts that have come in. Let's see, we've had uh, Debo just came in on the heels of DK. We had A.J. Brown uh, as well. So we've got those three big deals, all very similar, all have the same agent. Uh, A.J. Brown, by the way, came out with a little tweet and said, uh, yeah, how come I'm the only one that got traded? We all got the same money. So don't buy into this I wanted out of Tennessee business, which I thought was kind of of fascinating. But here's what I want to do, Lance. I want to go back and look at these guys when they were coming out. Um, it's easy to say, well, I thought this of him or I thought that of him. The cool thing about what we do is we have the notes and we have the uh, reports. So I have reports on those three guys. I know uh, McLaurin got paid as well. Um, mm-hmm. I have him. He wasn't in my top 50. Should have been. Um, so I have my notes on him in an Excel sheet. But I'm just going to read you some summaries on these guys. And then you tell me who it is I'm reading. And okay. then you tell me what you thought of him coming out. You ready? All right, uh, rare blend of size, speed, athleticism. At his best on runaway routes, uh, goes slants, posts, explodes off the ball. Uses big frame to wall off opponents on slants and verticals. A little choppy at the top of his route when working back to the quarterback. Makes some spectacular one-handed grabs. Will have some. Uh, he'll drop some balls due to lack of concentration. Exceptional after the catch, breaking tackles and pulling away from defenders. Still has room to improve. Uh, he's built like the Batman suit. Extremely explosive and tough. Uh, he'll be a matchup nightmare for opposing teams as soon as he steps in the NFL. Then blah, 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 blah. So, anyways, who's yeah, that? Yeah, it's easy. That's DK. DK Metcalf. Okay, what were your thoughts on DK coming Um, up? I had him as a seventh-rated prospect in the draft on my board. Um, And it's it was just because of – yeah, it was a hit. It, although I have heard that he uses my, my um, you know, weaknesses. It's cut out and it's in his locker. Nice. Never mind the fact that I had the highest grade of anybody in the draft stratosphere on him. Yeah. All he knows is that I think he has weaknesses which no player believes they have any weaknesses, as you know. Um, no, I really like DK Metcalf. Uh, rare traits, rare height, weight, speed, explosiveness, very low body fat. He was a he was a freaky, like guys aren't built like that. I had watched Andre Johnson at, at, with the Houston Texans. Now, Dre was a little more limber and had the ability to get in and out of routes a little better than DK, and that's not DK's strength. But I always thought that three-cone stuff, like, who cares? You're going to have them on go routes. You're going to have them on posts. You're going to have them on over routes. And my feeling was when I don't know about you, DJ, but when I ride a guy up, I always most of the time I try to assume that when they're um, kind of a, a, a scheme specific player, that a team who runs that scheme is going to see, you know, is, is more than likely going to draft that type of player. I wasn't worried about the you know, be a little choppy getting in and out of his breaks that you wrote that up um, because I assumed a team would 
allow him to do what he does best. And that's what, and that's what Seattle's done. So I was actually a really big fan of him as a projectable talent. Yeah. My, my comp I'm looking at it was Demarius Thomas, uh, rest mm. in peace, but, uh, that's a really, yeah, was, that's a really good comp. He was my 21st overall player. Now he went 64th. So, uh, we both beat the league on that one. Um, but yeah. kudos to you for having him in the top 10. All right. That you're one for one here. Let's get to the next one. Um, okay. Uh, average height, fixed, sturdy frame, lined up in the slot a lot in this system. Lots of slants and RPOs, uh, catching a ton of quick hitters. One-speed route runner, but he knows how to shield defenders and attack the ball in the air. Does have some drops on lows ball, low balls. Those are offset by his ability to play above the rim. Tracks the ball naturally after the catch, steps through tackles, fights for extra. Overall, might lack the top-end speed, but he'll have a day-run role as a big slot receiver. Mm. Honestly, it could be Debo or AJ, but I'm going to say AJ. That's AJ. Okay. Nicely done. All right. Give me your thoughts on AJ. I out. liked him. Um, I liked him coming out. I thought he was hyper competitive. Um, the, the big, strong thing really resonated with me because big and strong works. I had a conversation with the late um, Daryl Drake, wide receiver yeah. for years with Chicago uh, Steelers. Um, really great guy. And he was somebody who really helped me in this spot in terms of evaluating talent. I had good conversations with him and he really, um, you know, as you probably have done for years, DJ, when you get a chance to talk to coaches, you pick up so much from coaches. It's one thing to pick up things from evaluators, but when you talk to a coach who are, you know, they're in there when the bullets are flying, there are certain things that they, they're not always the best evaluators. Um, although I thought Daryl Drake was a pretty good evaluator, but there's certain bits of information and knowledge that they can give you that can really be uh, transcended for you. And one of the things that we talked about, AJ Brown, and I said, you know, we would talk about players and he said, what do you think about him? I said, man, just super competitive. I worry, you know, how's he going to separate? He goes, let me tell you something. If they're big enough and strong enough, most of the time you don't have to worry about it unless they're with the really low end quarterback. And that's when separation becomes an issue. If you have a quarterback who can throw with decent accuracy, they can throw some guys open. He said, but big and strong makes up for it and competitive, big, strong and competitive. And I thought that's what um, A.J. Brown was. I, I really liked A.J. at the back end of uh, the first round. And I felt like, you know, he was going to be a lot more than Ole Miss receivers. We, we just got done talking about D.K. Metcalf. Everything he did was on a vertical plane. He, he rarely crossed the hashes. Everything was – and it was kind of the same thing with A.J. They put him in a little bit of a schematic box. But I felt like you could see him potentially getting outside of the box and doing much more. He ended up way better than I anticipated, though, D.J. I don't know about you, but his competitive nature is, is to me, what makes him special. Yeah, he ended up running 4.49 at 226 pounds. So he ended up as my 36th player. Uh, mm -hmm. You mentioned having him kind of late in one, and he was the 51st pick. So both those guys, you talk about big-time values for where they went and uh, and what they've done. All right, so that uh, leaves no mystery here. So you're going to go three for three. Here's my Debo Samuel. Uh, thick, muscular, wide out, extremely productive when healthy, but he's battled multiple injuries during his college career. South Carolina's offense caught a ton of quick hitters, primarily bubbles and slants. Catches the ball naturally, is exceptional after the catch. Uses his lower body strength to power through tackles, and he can make defenders miss. Outstanding senior bowl, proving he's a capable route runner. Overall, Samuel's durability is the concern, but he's dynamic with the ball in his hands, also offers value in the return game. So that whole that whole premise of just the ball in his hands is when the fun starts, that's mm -hmm. carried over into the league. Yeah, and it's really um, – he's one of those guys who forces you to change your opinion 
about players or not, not change your opinion, but um, I think grow your opinion, evolve your opinion. It's so interesting that the thing, the very thing that he, he seemed to have complained about the most, which is the 49ers may shorten his career. That's what was leaked out there that how they used him could shorten his career. It's also what gives him value. It's yeah. also what gave him the value to make this money because he's rare. And it's one of the reasons we'll get to it in a little bit. But, you know, I, I bumped Traylon Burks up my rookie of the year um, candidate, you know, the rankings, the slottings one through 10 because of Debo Samuels, because uh, Samuel, because I know Debo, what he does on a field is rare with the ball in his hands. I don't know about you, but when he was given the ball on an outside zone, or an inside zone, it was like there was no different than any other running back yeah. only. Except There's he was faster. <laughs> He's faster, and it, yeah, his tempo, I, I don't know how to explain it, but his tempo was just different, and he is just an elite tackle breaker. So if you judged him, you know, I kind of judged him based on wide receiver stuff, and I had a second-round grade on him, I think. And I thought, eh, you know, I don't know how he's going to separate. I don't know about his speed. I don't know about how you're going to use him. He's just a slot. And then you see a team, you know, really utilize him in a way that you you get the most out of him. Um, it's altered the way that I look at other prospects because I say, hey, I can now see other players in roles that could really, you know, make usage of their of their talent. I think that's one of the great things about the hybrid nature of football now is that things that used to make you a tweener now make you more val valuable because you're more hybrid. You're 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 um, more versatile. Yeah, no doubt. He he was uh, he was my 40th player. Was a 36th pick, so it's kind of right in that range there. But here's here's to me. You know, when you've got a big time player, it's not when people are trying to find that type of player. Because we did that whole thing at the Senior Bowl one year called finding yeah. Debo, like whole finding Nemo, finding Debo. That yeah. that's that's not what makes you great. You know what makes you great? Nobody can find one. So I feel like we've been trying to. We talk about we got some versatile guys that can do some things. You know. There is nobody's come close to what he is. And people have been trying to find that exact type of player since that 2019 draft. You tell me who who can do that. Nobody. He's one on one. It's almost like you have to start with the running talent first and then you add the receiving stuff because with the ball in his hands, he's so special. And it's not just, you know, the competitor. There's so much, you know, AJ, the personalities of AJ Brown and Debo. I don't know about you, DJ, but I see them very, very similarly. They can junkyard, do so they're junkyard much. dogs, total junkyard dogs. And, and what they're able to do with average quarterbacks is really elevate the offense. And if you don't have them, that's, this is why I'm very concerned for the Tennessee Titans, not having AJ Brown, because what AJ Brown brought um, really brought Ryan Tannehill was a go-to a guy, a safety blanket. And, and Debo Samuel offers that potentially still to Trey Lance, if they're going to utilize him in the same way, we'll see. I don't know if this, this, this conversation, if if the, you know, I haven't I, I haven't heard this. I don't know if you have, but is there any way that Debo got the deal done with San Francisco because they're not going to utilize him in the same way that they once did in terms of touches? Because that really, frankly, diminishes his value to the team. I know, I know, he would you know prefer not to to get those touches. Um, and I, you know, it was interesting to me the length of the deal, which was not long. So he's going to get another bite at the apple, and he wants to preserve himself going forward. And it was in the scouting report coming out. He had injuries in college. So yeah. I think you kind of add that stuff up is why he would prefer to be that traditional receiver role. But to maximize him as a football player, I think you you, need, you might not have to shower that in, but you can sprinkle it in. I'm, at, I'm curious about two other guys that you didn't mention. Um, Devontae Adams. I was not doing – I was – 
I was doing things outside of the NFL.com space, so I didn't look at him as closely on tape. I want to get your thoughts on Adams. And then did Tyree Kill even hit your radar? Because he had the off-the-field yeah, stuff. We, which, yeah, of course he did. We, we well, talked about it during the – give me yeah, the draft. Give me oh, the that's draft. right. That's right. Give but he wasn't draft. senior bowl. He wasn't combine. No, he wasn't he was, any yeah, of that stuff. He, he was extraordinarily fast, though. Like his workout was was freakish. Give me the uh, draft year for Tyree Kill. Let's see. Tyreek Hill would have been 16. I remember that because we were in Chicago. Yep, 2016. All right, I'm going to pull up my notes on him. This is the this is why you try and uh, keep decent records so you can find this stuff. Um, let's see here. Uh, Tyreek Hill, kickoff return, slot as a slot back, punt returner as well, elusive, huge burst, multiple punt return, TDs. He's Percy Harvin. That was my notes on him coming out. Wow. That's I gave good. him a, and you know our grading scale. I just put him in the six O's because of character and just kind of put him in that holding pattern there. But he would have been he would have been a second round pick if uh, if there were no issues. It's kind of, I, I always kind of struggle with some of the stuff about oh it's the you know the greatest scouting job of all time and you know who we're going to hear it on this year it's going to be the Cowboys out scouted the league on Sam Williams and he's got ten sacks this year. I'd be like no. There's a bunch of teams that couldn't take him, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so the character stuff precludes some teams from taking guys and then other teams benefit from it. Well, and, and, I've, and I've heard people play. say that. Yeah. Well, I've also heard, though, people have said around the league, there's frustration because depending on market that you're in and ownership that you have, you know, some guys are off the table and it's like, yeah, it's it's the right thing to do and you feel noble about it but until those that guy's beating your you know beating you to death here and in, in inside your division for the next 10 years you know and that's you know it's an advantage for some teams that they are allowed to bring in certain guys you know it just is what it is yeah and it's it's really a situation where you know character also character stuff a lot of times it doesn't show up until much later on so just because a player, the character stuff doesn't show up early, that doesn't mean that it won't show up. So you, that's why you have to try to figure out, you know, teams figuring out the difference between immature, which can change, and low character, which is probably going to stick with a guy or can be exacerbated in the wrong spots. That's why it's an inexact science, and it's very, very difficult. All right, I'm looking through here. Um, Devontae Adams, by the way, was yeah, 2014. Yeah, so on, on that one was before I wised up and put all my notes into my Excel sheet. So I'm, uh, I've got, I know I've got a summary on him somewhere floating around out there. Um, but he's not in this sheet. So it's not as easy for me to call it up, but I'm, it's funny when you look at that year, like you look at some of the names, (laughs) it's like, uh, you forget who was kind of in that group. He was in there. Um, Allen Robinson was in that, was in that draft. Jarvis Landry, uh, obviously Carr. Uh, was in there. They're reunited. That was a Teddy Bridgewater year. That was a, a clowny Khalil Mack year. Um, anyways, no, I, I Devontae Adams. I went and watched him against SC in the in the bowl game in Vegas with uh, with Carr, and I thought he was really good. You know, man ran mid four fives, but I thought he was you know kind of at that point in time. I don't even know if we had second third round on day two, but that's he was a day two guy to me. I was, I should have given him a, a first round grade, I didn't see that type of juice and explosiveness. Um, since then you've kind of learned that man, most of the best receivers in the league kind of have that same size speed combination. It's not blow off the doors. It's in that four low four five range. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's safe to say that he has, I, I remember speaking with somebody from green Bay at the time about how does he look? And they were not that complimentary early on his first 
I think his rookie year, maybe even his second year, but boy, that really changed. That's a guy who grew into, who grew into um, his role. You know, you kind of wonder, would he have become the same Tyreek Hill without Aaron Rodgers? Like, would he have grasped how good he could be with the confidence level, get to where it was? Would he have worked on certain elements? There are truly some players who are able to reach their potential because they have the right things around them. When you look at Devontae Adams, you just see a guy who he just became a dude. Like he, it obviously was inside of him. It just needed to be brought out. And maybe it's just something that was completely um, self-created. Maybe some of it was playing with Aaron Rodgers, but there's no question when you look at the, the big five in terms of the money guys, DK Debo, AJ Tyreek and Devontae Adams. I mean, you're talking about every one of those guys is a mega alpha. Every single mm-hmm. one of them. Yeah, last one here, and then uh, I want to get some of your Rookie of the Year candidates. Terry McLaurin, when you look at the notes on him, um, I had him where he was picked. And he was my 79th player. He was the 76th pick, and both me and the league screwed that up. Should have been way higher. Um, was, he nine, was that 19? That was 19, same as those as uh, Debo and AJ and those guys. Outside juice uh, just lets the ball travel in his chest too much. He's very tough in the middle of the field, lots of chunk plays. The great story about him and talking to the folks at Ohio State who raved about him was that he came to a camp and uh, struggled catching the ball, you know, which was a, you know, an issue for him. So they didn't offer him a scholarship. But what they did is they, they called him in and they said, look, go home um, and work on the jugs machine and come back to the next camp. Mm-hmm. And then if we see an improvement, then we'll give you, give you an offer. So he goes home every single day. He caught 200 balls a day, some of them from his mom, I was told, like just to get somebody to throw on the ball. But he caught 200 balls every single day between those camps, came back, caught it well, got the scholarship off for the rest is history. But um, kind of gives you a little bit of a window into, into what he was like. Yeah, I thought what was really cool is I'm looking at my notes right now. I had a um, third round projection. I gave him a 61 DJ, which is like, you know, low end starter to good to good backup. I felt like he was more of a wide receiver three at best, uh, and but a great special teamer. But I tell you what, the Senior Bowl was so much better than the tape to me, and this will happen from year to year. At Senior Bowl, he was routing guys up like it was oh, it yeah. was it was a blowout every single route. And I remember one time he was sitting there working with um, Chris Boyd from University of Texas. Chris Boyd and another DB, he was showing them how he gets off of press and he was basically schooling them up to help them with their game, which I thought was a really cool thing. I don't recall ever seeing wide receivers working with cornerbacks that they're competing against on the field. Yeah. Very cool. I remember that moment. We talked about it on the, on the practice broadcast. Um, All right. That's good little trip down uh, memory lane here as we look at those wideouts. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and get to Lance's top 10 defensive rookie of the year candidates. Some interesting names on there. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. 
But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. <laughs> You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home, too? The place to do it is Errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at Errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals to Hyatt, Zalara, Riviera Maya in Mexico and enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. All right, Lance, uh, hit me with it here. Let's go. Uh, I know you got your top 10. Let's just get to the top five. Leave a little something there uh, for everybody else we to go offense? find out. We, we got, well, you've got offense and defense. I was going to, since we just went defense or since we just went offense talking about yeah. wideouts, I thought we would use our remaining time here. Give me some defensive guys. Defensive well, let me just give first. you my, my quick, the guy who's number 10 and the one that I think is a live um, dark horse is Jahan Dotson. I think with, with Terry McLaurin getting, and I'm going to just going to do this piggyback on the McLaurin conversation with McLaurin getting as much attention as he's bound to get. And Carson Wentz being a new wide, a new quarterback, you know, you never know. Carson Wentz could really fall in love with Watson. I think Watson is going to be open a lot. He's got dramatic speed and acceleration. You're talking about Dotson? 
Yeah, Jahan Dotson. What did I did you I say? Someone say, else. You're saying first of all, you're supposed to be talking defense. You're talking offense. No, then I, you're talking. I want to start on not, offense. No, I know, but then, but then you're trying to talk about Jahan Dotson, and you're talking about Watson. So now everybody's scrambling around. Did I say Watson? Fantasy. Everybody's scrambling around for their fantasy draft, trying to find out who is this. Watson I don't like from Christian Watson. No. Yeah. I like, don't like geez. Chris. I actually think Romeo Dobbs. Dob- I like have Ju- a better shot. What is it, Justin Watson with the? Uh, uh, yeah. With the Chiefs, by the way, sleeper. Yeah, from that was drafted like three from years Penn, ago from Penn, right? Yeah, so here he is. He's making a little comeback over there. Yeah, and that's a that's an interesting team. Can you just talk more. defense? I know Jahan Dotson. Right, I know fine. offense. Give me some defense. All right, here's my defense, um, and this is going to be a winner. I've won two of the last three, so this is going to be a winner. Have you really? Yeah, and actually, I I uh, my sleeper to win it all was um, uh, Darius Leonard. Whenever he won it. And the reason's nice. simple. If you look at it historically, the guys who fill up the stat sheets at linebacker, if you can do it, you win the award. Yeah. And that's why I think N'Kobe Dean at number eight has a real chance. But starting at number five, I've got Kyle Hamilton at number five. Of course, this is before that horrific video, video that came <laughs> I out. Saw that. That I feel rough. so bad for him. It looked like he just kind of quit on the play. But oh, I had I, a- I had I had a baseball scout buddy sent me that play and was like, ooh, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but you know what? Here's the thing. That was in the scouting report. Don't have the guy playing backwards. Don't have him flipping hips. It's not what he's good at. You got to have yeah. him playing downhill. So I think that's uh he was beaten by an undrafted freak, but uh <laughs> beaten so doesn't he, do it justice. He was beaten do ju- so he's number five for me. Here, let yeah. me give you six just in case. Jermaine Johnson. Okay, he's six. Nice. Nice. Kyle Hamilton was five. Number four, I've got Quay Walker from Green Bay because I do think that with his, you know, he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. As you know, DJ, he's got good yeah. instincts. He's got take on big strength. Big fast. Big fast and can take on blocks. I think it makes a lot of sense and he can get to a lot of tackles. Quay Walker, four. I've got Kayvon Thibodeau, three. Um, I think all the potential's there, but it's the same thing as the draft profiles we're writing up. I mean, he's got to translate the potential into actual on field sacks. That's how you win that award. Um, number two, who do you think's number two for me? Um, you got to have stats, so it's not going to be the big guy from Georgia. Um, it's not going to be Jordan Davis. So I'm going to say, is it? Uh, let's go, Sauce Gardner. No, no, I had Sauce like seventh. It's Devin Lloyd, who no, I'm like looking it. at. Yeah, I'm looking at the article right now, and it's got a plus two thousand, which is a hundred to win two thousand, which is a twenty to one shot. Um. I like Devin Lloyd's chances a lot better than like the Vegas odds makers. I took a look at that, but here's the thing: like Shaquille, like Shaquille Leonard, formerly Darius Leonard, that's um, going to take some getting used to. It is. It's going to be tough. He can rack up. Look at look at what he did his last year at Utah: sacks, tackles for loss, high tackle totals, and made plays on the football in the in, uh, in the passing game. That's the big four. Like, if you can do all of those, and I think he can do all of those as a rookie in Jacksonville, I think he's got a chance to fill up the stat sheet enough to make a real run at rookie of the year. But when it's all said and done, I think Aiden Hutchinson is the most game ready. He's the most likely to have an impact as a as a power pass rusher and as a uh, a run defender. And I think he'll be. Where, where, where'd you put Stingley? I know you had to do a homer pick and put Stingley somewhere. In there. I, I put him tenth. I oh, you put did? Okay, you put him on there. Yeah, I put him 10th, but I put him behind Sauce. I think, you know, I had Stingley behind Sauce as a, as a prospect, and I still think I think it's going to be tough. I mean, he hasn't played good football in a couple of years. He really didn't play a whole lot of football last year. And I think when you look at, um, you know, when you look at 
the odds of a, of a cornerback winning, it's not good. You have to get to five interceptions typically to win the award as a cornerback, which is why I back sauce down a little bit as well. But when it comes to ball skills, there's no one better than Stingley in this year's draft. All right, here's here's the one I'm surprised you didn't do for obvious reasons. Okay. You got to come. You got to come with a long shot, right? You got to have kind of a sleeper in there. And I know you, you got to you know get all your scoop and scuttle out of Ballard from Indy. So I thought you'd have Nick Cross, their third round pick, as so, your like ninth guy, just to just to kind of show off a little bit when he has he'll have an interception week one. Lance will tweet out tweet out some gif of him like beating his chest. You know, <laughs> I, I already know how this goes. I like Nick Cross. I thought he got drafted where he should have been drafted. Very explosive. Um, I can tell you they're super excited in Indiana, Indianapolis about Nick Cross. Yeah. And it is a and it is a team, you know, now he steps into a role right away with that um, a little mug here with the Alaska mug. mug? Yeah. Like that? Yeah. Yeah, I do like that. Kari Willis is leaving to uh follow his his calling. And so Kari Willis is no longer with the the Colts. And I think that leaves a wide open opportunity for Nick Cross to step in. And I wrote this article before that happened with Kari Willis, but I think, you know, if I had it to do all over again, I might put Nick Cross in there at the back end at number 10. But um, I think Nick Cross got a chance. He's big, fast, explosive. And I, I think he will be in an immediate, he, he'll immediately be on a defense that should make some noise for a team that should make some noise. Those are all check marks for trying to get your name out there for rookie of the year. There you go. Again, you can go to NFL.com and you can find Lance's top 10 defensive rookie there candidates. I can do well offense now if you want. Offense. No, we're done. You want we're all my offense time. now? No, because I already gave pod. you number like 10. No, I don't want it. I don't oh, want okay. it. I want, I want to let the people go find this thing. Let's get the clicks up a little bit. Yeah, that's a good call. Uh, see if we can get you a new whiteboard. Yeah, that's all we're after. <laughs> I'll uh, take what I have right now, sir. I like my whiteboard right now. There's some old oh, notes on it. There's some by old, the way, old by notes the way, on it. If for some miracle, I know it wouldn't be a miracle if the Astros made it, but for some miracle, Padres, Astros, World Series, oh, yeah. you, you, you're you coming out to San Diego. I got a ticket for you. I'll do the whole show from there. It's not okay. going to be a problem. I do my radio at 5 in the morning Pacific time. It will not be a problem. Yeah, that's Can't done. wait. And you guys are finally making some bold moves. It's about time the Padres are on like their seventh bold move, eighth bold move. One of these days, DJ, it's going to pay off. I know. I know. Um, hold on one second. You know what would really help it if we really get to pay off? <laughs> See, I knew that's your little trash can move. You know what? Use a real trash can. Okay? <laughs> Use a real trash can. All right. I, I might have played you enough. Get a trash can. If they, if they, I remember being in Little League. You're when you're in Little League. Like, first of all, what coach teaches an 11 year old kid to steal signs at second base? But we did because they yeah. didn't know not that there was no there was no indicators or anything like that when you're little, you know, regular Little League, not like travel yeah. ball like we have now. But like you'd be sitting there at second base, you go, all right, hands fists closed means it's a fastball. <laughs> Hands open. That's great. Curveball. That's good. I'm like That's a ten. Legal. I'm like a ten year old kid on second That's base. That's all giving, legal. Giving the pitches to the to the batter. We had a we had a coach John Harris who uh you know John Harris is yeah the sideline reporter for the uh the Texans. His dad was our high school baseball coach. Rip it was a fastball. Slap it was a curveball. He'd yell it from the third base. If the catcher got a little too loose with the signs, <laughs> come on, rip that ball. That's right. The heat's coming. Let's go slap it. This curveball's coming. It's that simple. Hide your signs, catchers. Hide your signs. Yeah, I don't think they have pitch common in Little League yet. So that's that's difficult. No, not yet. Not yet. Uh, it's coming now. 
Uh, all right. This has been fun. I uh, appreciate Lance filling in today. I hope you guys have enjoyed it as much as I have. Buck, you'll be back here a little bit later on in the week, and we'll catch you next time right here on Move the Sticks. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love. Online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Your getaway with Apple Vacations begins the moment you step on board one of our exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Escape the ordinary with packages starting at just $599. No layovers, just pure relaxation from takeoff to touchdown. Immerse yourself in the joy of travel with Apple Vacations. Your journey is as enchanting as the destination, so pack your bags and leave the rest to us. Visit AppleVacations.com or call your local travel advisor to book your vacation. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain on limited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander.